from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy How are you guys doing tonight? What a wonderful day this is. Uh, believe me, there's always good news when we're alive, and that's the good news of the day. Today is January 13th, year of our Lord, 2021. Again, I am your host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. Um, I'd like to give some live shout-outs, as we always do when we're live. Carrie Lee North, how you doing? Bobby Mann, good to see you. Heather Lynn, hello. Thank you for joining in tonight. Katie Ware, um, Tana Sand from Oregon. Maria Smith from Florida, thank you for joining in, Maria. Randy from Texas, Jacob Wells from Michigan, Emily Lomax from the great, wonderful state of Texas, Trina Brown from Michigan, Mandy Case, how you doing, from Oregon, good to see you, thank you for joining in tonight, Brian Foster, how you doing, Rodney Harrelson, almost like my name, right, um, Jessica Husa, good to see you, thank you very, very much, I appreciate it, Bryce Dargatz from Dakota, South Dakota, and one more shout out. Here we go. Shauna Brunson from the great state of Texas. You got your shout out, girl. Um, thank you guys very much for joining in tonight. I really do appreciate it. I have a ton of stuff. All right. I have a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of stuff to go over. So I'll try to get through it one after the other. Um, I won't be able to really spend a lot of time on some stuff because it's just breaking news all day today. And half of it you probably haven't even heard. And half of it you probably never will hear because that is our great, wonderful mainstream media and big tech, okay? Um, uh, Eli Ellis, good buddy of mine. Thank you, Eli Ellis, for joining in. He does all, uh, all my graphic work uh, for the show and for, my, and for my music and everything. So big shout out to Eli Ellis. Uh, we're going to start today, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to do something a little different. I'm not only going to read from Jesus' calling today, but I'm also going to read a passage from John 10.10. 10. And my daughter came home from school. My kids go to Christian school. My daughter came home and I said, hey, can you give me a good verse for tonight? I need a really good verse for tonight. And she gave me a wonderful verse, John 10.10. 10. But before we go, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into that, let's first, work, let's first read. Let's first read from Jesus' calling on January 13th. Ready? Try to view each day as an adventure, carefully planned out by your guide. Instead of staring into the day that is ahead of you, attempting to program it according to your will, be attentive to me and to all I have prepared for you. Thank me for this day of life, recognizing that it is a precious, unrepeatable gift. Trust that I am with you each moment, whether you sense my presence or not. A thankful, trusting attitude helps you to see events in your life from my perspective. Okay? That's from Jesus' calling. Now, I'm going to read this wonderful Bible of mine given to me by Pastor Heidi. Um, and it says this. Since Biden is a thief of the election, the commander-in-thief, not the commander-in-chief or president-reject, I like to call him. Um, and we'll see about that. We'll see about that. Uh... John 10.10 10 says, The thief does not come except to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they, may, that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? And that's John 10.10. 10. 
I definitely urge you to go read that. Now, I will say this. Despite everything that's going on, despite all the stuff that's going on, I have I probably get, I don't know, 10 to 20 messages a day that say that this show, you people that are on this show, your comments, your wonderful, amazing presence here, and this show and what I say has helped many people back to the Lord. Or has helped people to the Lord for the first time. Has helped people dust off their Bibles. I have had some of the greatest stories from people that just tell me uh, horror stories that have gone on in their life, but this show has helped them. So if, if nothing else comes out of this show, Live from America, if nothing else came from this, that to me is worth more than gold. That to me, I'm, I'm good right there. I am good dying knowing that right there. And I just want to thank all of you because you're tremendous people. You're tremendous, wonderful people. So please share the video. And uh, if, you, if you want to start some watch parties, get your friends involved. Now is the time to do that. we got about 22,000 people watching, which is a blessing in and of itself. And by the way, my website should be working for everybody. There's very few people that the website is not working for now. We have our own dedicated servers. Uh, we are literally going so independent that we're never going to be able to be silenced. Ever. And that is what conservatives have forgot about. That's what conservatives have, have, have relied, myself included, have relied too long on, 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 on liberal sites. Have relied on them to, to let us have freedom of speech. But things are changing now, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm, I'm, I'm ahead of that charge and so are many others. And we're going independent. And they're never going to be able to silence us on the web real soon. Real soon. But until then, visit JeremyHerald.com. Okay. Moving on, a lot of people have gotten emergency broadcast um, tests today. A lot of people in a lot of states. I don't know if you're one of them, but if you are, ladies and gentlemen, let us know in the comments where, what state you're in and if you've gotten emergency broadcast um, alerts today, whether it be by your cell phone or whether it be on TV or your radio or whatever it is. Let us know in the comments where you're from, okay? All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. We're going to get it. Here we go, right? We're going to get into the news. I'm going to talk about the, uh, the inauguration date. This is something very, very, very important. And I don't know if a lot of people know this. All right? The election date. Why was it changed? Why was it changed from March 4th to January 20th? Because in the Constitution, it says that a new president will be sworn in on March 4th. What changed? Why did it change from March 4th to January 20th? All right? Well, I'm going to tell you why right now. The Constitution of the United States has established that March 4th was Inauguration Day in order to allow enough time uh, after Election Day for officials to gather um, election returns and for newly elected candidates to travel to the Capitol. With modern-day advances in communication and transportation, the lengthy transition period proved unnecessary, and legislators pressed for a change. Can you guess which legislators that was that pressed for that change? Can you guess? It wasn't the right. Of course, it was the left. The date was moved to January 20th with the passage of the 20th Amendment in 1933. In 1933. Can you guess who was inaugurated in 1933? President Franklin Roosevelt, the biggest liberal of all liberals, the one who created the, the dependence 
of, uh, of people being on welfare. The one who created uh, people needing the government to help them. We need government. We need bigger government. The one who created social programs and the one who really started the downfall of the United States of America. That's who started the downfall of the United States of America. President Roosevelt. And it probably happened a little bit before that, but that is why it changed. It changed because modern day transportation changed and they didn't need that much time anymore. Well, I think this election right now is proving, ladies and gentlemen, that we need that much time. That we need that much time. Because we need to go over things. All right? We need to go over things like what happened in this election. Now, it looks like President Trump was impeached by the House. Big deal. Big whoop. Bring it. Bring it. Because if we know anything about President Donald Trump, he's not just going to sit there and let somebody kick him over and over again while he's down. Whatever President Trump does, President Trump isn't going to let Nancy Pelosi, Stretch Face Armstrong, Chuck Schumer, and, 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 and uh, Danny DeVito, I mean, I mean Ch Jerry Nadler, they're not, he's not going to let them sit and kick him while he's down. It doesn't work like that. Now, we already know President Trump is not going anywhere before January 20th. We know that for 100% fact. Because the Senate isn't even going to engage in any kind of emergency hearings as it pertains to getting President Trump out. And, and, and that's why D.C. is in such a panic. They wanted him out, right? They wanted him out now. They wanted him out yesterday. Why did they want him out so bad? Panic, 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 panic. Okay? He isn't going anywhere. He isn't, they're not getting him out early. He isn't going anywhere. And if, if, if President Trump has taught us anything, ladies and gentlemen, it's that he's not going to let... These swamp donkeys aw, aw, kick him when he's down. And we're not going to let them kick him when he's down. Now, if their goal, like I said on my podcast today, is to do Control-Alt-Delete and get rid of President Trump, get rid of the presidency, try to do anything they can to wipe out MAGA mania from this country, try to wipe out his supporters, try to wipe out anything, all they're doing is making him a martyr. But they truly want to make it so, A, he can't run for president again, and they want to make it so, B, he can't have his um, presidential library. They want to make it so, C, he has no Secret Service protection. You think he needs Secret Service protection with 80 million people behind him as you've made him a martyr? You think he would need that anyway? All he has to do is make one phone call, make one tweet, or whatever it is that he gets out there, whatever social media platform he's using, okay? All he's got to do is say, I need help. And we don't need to have Secret Service behind him anyway. And they want to make it so that he he gets off the security briefings. They don't want him having access to, to uh, high-level security for the rest of his life. They want to control, alt, delete President Trump. Let me ask you, do you think he's going to let that happen? Do you think he's going to let that happen? Now, as far as, as far as everybody from President Trump all the way down to me saying that he's not going anywhere, that he will be our president for the next four years, a lot of people are saying, oh, you've changed your tune. You've changed your tone. It's not that I've changed my tone. It's that I'm putting contingency plans in place, okay? By the Constitution, by the rule of law, by everything that this country is built on, President Trump should already be celebrating and we should already be uh, planning his inauguration. That should already be happening by everything that this country is built on. But the swamp is so deep on the left, which we knew. We knew the swamp donkeys were deep, but we didn't know how deep it was on the GOP. We knew it was deep, but we didn't know it was that deep. We didn't know it was that deep. If the GOP would have fought for President Trump like they've been fighting for him ever since he was in power, 
right? Once he mopped the floor with them, once he wiped the floor with them in 2016, they were like, oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we, the whole world, anybody who has any kind of information whatsoever, anybody close to the Trump campaign, anybody anywhere, including the people that were on the Supreme Court, knew that by law, by constitution, by the way this country is built, President Trump should be being inaugurated on January 20th. He may be inaugurated on March 4th because it's not even supposed to be, we're not even supposed to be having January 20th as an inauguration date, okay? We're not supposed to have this corporate America that we have. We are a constitutional republic. We haven't been a constitutional republic for 150 years. You think, you're, you think he's going to let him kick him? You think they're gonna, he's going to let them kick him while he's down? You don't think that the biggest fighter on planet Earth, chosen by God himself to give the power back to the people? You think he's just going to go, oh, I lay down and let Nancy Pelosi kick him while he's down? It ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. It ain't going to happen. And he's definitely not being removed seven days early. Okay? So, um... <laughs> Just wanted to bring that up. Now, I wanted to read. This is going to be a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go fast because uh, we're gonna be about 45 minutes tonight, and I want to get it all in. All right. Now, this is something else I wanted to read to you. If the election was not rigged, I got this off GNews.org. I do a lot of research on GNews.org because these are the people specifically from China who want the CCP gone. They broadcast in Mandarin and they broadcast in English worldwide. It's one of my favorite sites to do research on. Okay. We already know that Congress is the enemy of the people. I said it today on my podcast. Congress is the enemy of the people. They have an approval rating so low, so low, that nobody wants them around. Period. Nobody wants them around. Okay? So I'm going to read something to you. If the election is not rigged, then in the face of 70% of Republicans and 30% of Democrats who believe in fraud, shouldn't the Democrat leadership do their best to openly disprove this allegation and allow Biden to escape the shadow of a thief as a, we just talked about a thief in the Bible, right? John 10, 10 of a thief as a fair president elect rather than um, busily forming cabinet transaction uh, transitions, pretending not to hear the pending fraud allegations, rushing to finalize the premature, uh, the election prematurity prematurely. If the U.S. election is not rigged, then in the face of allegations of fraud, shouldn't the judges of all levels have a moral role to restore the confidence of the American people in the election by accepting um, every case, allowing plaintiffs, defendants, and evidence shown in court uh, exhibit the facts in the open in open to prove that Biden is a fair president-elect, rather than as now for various reasons keeping evidence out of the court? And rumors fill the streets. If the U.S. election is not rigged, shouldn't the mainstream American media, which is the world's best investigative reporter, uh, has the best investigative reporters, investigate testimony of every witness and tell the public as it is what exactly they see? What are they? What? Why are? Uh, why are they? Um, why is there disinformation and for, and for whom? Does the media convince the public this election is fair and everything is legal and compliant rather than the current collective silence pretending that they have never heard of fraud? If the U.S. election is not rigged, shouldn't the state governments on the face of a large number of questionable postal ballots and voting machines move manpower speed, um, speedily to perform ballot checks, verify each signature to, real per to a real person, allow an impartial third party examine? Um, uh, examination of all ballots, machines for accuracy, and announced to everyone with irrevocable facts that 
that the postal ballots are safe, ballot counting machines are not compromised, instead of issuing all kinds of public office excuses and obstacles guarding as the death of facts that are buried in the dark? Isn't that what's happening right now? And lastly, if the United States election is not rigged with 75 million actual votes, the highest number of re-election votes in the history, in the history, the highest number of re-election vote increase than the first term, and the highest minority votes, how can President Trump lose to Biden, who has no accomplishments in 47 years in politics? And most importantly, how can the total of Trump's and Biden votes, uh, 156 million, exceed the actual number of votes cast, about 140 million, in the U.S. election by more than 10 million? And it says, please ponder these issues for everyone who does still not believe in election fraud. And let me ask you another question. Let me go even further, ladies and gentlemen. Let me go even further. If there is no election fraud, then please tell me why arrests are being made all over the country, okay, on the DL, on the down low, all right? And today, most importantly, today, the biggest one because of Project Veritas and what they've exposed, that there's no election fraud, Facebook, Twitter, and the rest of the world, then why is Rachel Rodriguez right now arrested uh, by Texas authorities for election fraud, fraud, illegal voting, unlawfully assisting people voting by mail, and, unlawful, and, and, and unlawfully possessing um, uh, official ballots, facing 20 years in prison, and a felony for each one of those things that I just read, if election fraud isn't real. You really think that President Trump, regardless of seven days or not, is going to let this stand, is going to let this happen, is going to let them kick him while he's down? We are a constitutional republic. That's what we're supposed to be. But we haven't followed that rule. We haven't followed the rule of law. We have not followed the Constitution in many, many, many years. And it took President Donald Trump to show you and to show me that very, very, very thing. They're making President Trump a martyr. They're making him more popular than he's ever been before. When you have Angela Merkel from Germany, when you have people from these, these um, uh, countries that allow censorship to happen at such a high level, ladies and gentlemen, when you have them coming out saying, hey, this is wrong, you guys shouldn't do this, you know they're making him bigger than ever. You know they're making him bigger than ever. And if for some crazy reason I'm wrong on every bit of this and President Trump is gone, do you think that's going to stop um, Don Trump, Don Jr. from running? Do you think that's going to stop Don Jr. from doing what he needs to do? I was at a rally in New Hampshire uh, earlier this year. I think it was January before COVID hit. I was right up front. I talked to John Jr. I talked to Kaylee uh, McEnany. I talked to uh, Kimberly Gil Guilfoyle. I talked to every one of them. And the whole crowd was screaming when Don Jr. went up there, 46, 46, 46. And you know what his response was? Let's try to get through this one first and then we'll talk about that. So you think that the Trump family is done? You think that making him a martyr is going to be a smart idea? You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. I'm sorry I'm so heated and passionate today. But ladies and gentlemen, I got the, I got the energy of God. I got the power of God. I got the armor of God. And I'm all about it. I'm all in. So moving on, so, military dispatched all over the country. This is what I, I posted this earlier and I posted it for a reason, okay? I got many, many phone calls over the last few days. I got many, many messages over the last few days. A lot of them are spouses of people that are in the military. 
If they're not spouses, they're family members. Today I got a call from Pennsylvania. Very interesting call. Friend of mine who's run some Fortune 500 companies, his daughter is in love with a military man. Not married to, but in love with a military man. Right? No better person to be in love with than somebody who stands up and puts their life on the line for this country, right? Young love, young puppy love. He called me today and he said, I got to tell you something. And I said, what's that? And he said, my daughter's love of her life was home on leave. He was supposed to be home for four more weeks. Four more weeks he was supposed to be home. They got a hold of the military, his, his commanding officers, got a hold of him to, uh, to yesterday or today. I think it was yesterday. I might be mistaken. Okay? And they said, you are to immediately pack everything right now, and you are to report. I don't know where he went to, but they got him to Tennessee. He went to, from Pennsylvania to Tennessee. Now I'm thinking, why Tennessee? Does it have something to do with the FBI raids, with the Republican... Uh, party down there, right? Does it have something to do with that? Does it have something to do with the bombing? You know, what is it? What is it does it have something to do with? Why would they have him pack up everything right now? I mean, it was urgent. Get your button gear, get your stuff, let's go. So, he's gone. He bounced. Went to Tennessee. He did, he got to, he got to, once he arrived there and got settled in, he got to call Home to his young love of his life. She's scared. This is the story this guy's telling me. This is his daughter. Okay? He's telling me this story. I'm sorry, Emily. I'm sorry. But if I'm, if I'm giving a, a, a state, military is in, in almost every state right now because of what's going on. So I'm not giving an exact location, but I'm saying a state. Went from Pennsylvania to Tennessee. And, and, and I was told to tell you all this. Okay? I was told to tell you all this. Now, I'm not mentioning names, and I was asked not to mention names. But he got to call home to the love of his life. She's scared. She's freaking out. What happened? You're supposed to be home for four more weeks. I'm afraid. Do you know what his response was? This is unbelievable. And I don't know what it means. Again, this could mean anything. But this is what his response was. Don't be afraid. You'll be safe. We're taking over. That's all I got. Don't be afraid. You'll be safe, but we're taking over. Don't know what it means, but I'm going to tell you another story. I got another voice message from somebody about 24 hours ago, and I was asked not to say too much, I guess, right? I guess I was asked not to say too much, but I, but I was asked to at least say the important part of it. And that was that, and I don't know if this has something to do with China, this has something to do with what's going on outside of the United States, but that the Coast Guard has been activated, high alert, and they are literally positioning all around the United States. And to make sure, to make sure that, every, that, you're, that you're safe, that you have things that you need. Again, I don't, I'm not in the military. I was. I was in the National Guard. A lot of people say, oh, then you're a veteran. No, I'm not. I wasn't a veteran. I didn't go fight. I didn't go overseas. I was in the National Guard. Okay? But these are, these are phone calls. These are just some of the phone calls 
and message his voice. Now, the, the voice message about the Coast Guard, that came directly from somebody in the Coast Guard. So, why is that all happening? Who knows? But the fact that he said, don't worry, you'll be safe, we're taking over, could be, I don't know, who knows, could be China. But I just want to, I want to acknowledge a milestone, by the way. We just went over 30,000 viewers live. We have 30,000 viewers live here on Live from America. And if you're wondering why it looks so rough behind me, guys, if you're new to the store, if you're new to the show, it's because we're in construction right now. We're building a full-fledged studio from all the people. From all you wonderful donors, the money that you are donating on JeremyHerald.com or whatever, it's going to this kind of stuff. It's going to our dedicated servers. It's going to making us more independent so we don't have to rely on the social media stuff. Okay, that's what it's all going to. Not to buy me jet skis and, and, and cars. All right? Now, so moving on because I said I got a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Um, I want to give a big shout out to Marjorie Taylor Green, Congresswoman, I should say. Marjorie Taylor Green. Green, wonderful friend of mine. She is now in the Congress. And she wore a mask today that said censored on it. Now, if you don't know who Marjorie Taylor Green is, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Green, when she went in there, she went in there like a firecracker. She went in there like with a bang, the same way I would go in there if I was elected to Congress. And she got in a shouting match on the day that she was sworn in across the aisle with the Democrats because she wouldn't wear her mask. Now, she wouldn't not wear her mask because she, she didn't want to. That was in, in protest because Nancy Pelosi was calling in her Democratic caucus members to come in and vote while they had COVID. They were COVID positive. And she allowed them to come in. She made them come in so they could vote for her to be speaker. Marjorie Taylor Greene got up there today and she said something that I loved. She said this. Trump has held over 600 rallies in four years. None of them included assaulting police. None of them including destroy, destroyed, uh, destroying businesses or burning down cities. However, Democrats have spent this whole time endorsing and enabling violent riots that have left billions of dollars in damage, ruined businesses, destroyed people's homes, and left 47 people dead. You want to impeach President Donald Trump? I guess they impeached him today. Who cares? Big deal. Impeach, impeach, impeach. Impeach this. That's what I say. That's what she said today, and I want to applaud her. Now, speaking of masks, the House just approved, and I don't know if you know this, but they snuck it in there. They snuck it in there with the whole um, 25th Amendment, trying to invoke the 25th Amendment. They are now fining people in the House, representatives of the House, for not wearing their masks because of Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> Wonderful job, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now, I texted her the other day and I wanted her to come on the show, but she's not gonna, we're not going to have her come on until we get the studio done. We're going to bring her on the right way, but it's not so easy to bring her on anymore like it used to be when I used to bring her on the show, but when she was a candidate. Now I have to go through her person, her social media person, and the person who books interviews for her, but she will be coming on Live from America. And I can't wait to have her on. She's going to be a firecracker in, this, in, in the House of Representatives. But they're going to be now fining House members for not wearing masks. So... If they don't wear their mask, the first fine is $500. Who does that fine go to? Nancy Pelosi's ice cream uh, fund? So she can buy her 
uh, $1,200 uh, freezer full of ice cream? Where's the $500 go to? Guess what the second fine is? $2,500. Where's the money go to? Does it go in the pockets of Chuck Schumer? Does it go in the pockets of Jerry Nadler? Where's this money go? <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, moving on, because we have a lot. Brian Kemp. God bless his soul. I'd like to say a lot of mean things about Brian Kemp right now, but oh, I'm trying to be a better Christian. I'm trying to be a better man. I really am. All I can say is I pray for Brian Kemp, Governor Kemp of, um, of Georgia. But Governor Kemp, Brian Kemp, comes out today, earlier today, and you know what he says? How convenient that he says this, by the way. How convenient that he says this. He comes out today and he says, he now wants photo ID requirements for the state of Georgia for all mail-in ballots in the future. Amazing, isn't it? Isn't that absolutely amazing? That Brian Kemp now, after he, after he stabbed President Trump in the back, after President Trump got him elected, now, ladies and gentlemen, he wants to have photo IDs for all mail-in ballots in the future? Isn't that convenient? When it suits him and when it suits the people of Georgia and, Bra and, and, and uh, Brad Raffensperger and the rest of the swamp donkeys down there. I'm going to call, even if they're rhinos, they're swamp donkeys, period. They, they belong on the Democratic Party. Now, all of a sudden, he wants photo IDs for mail-in ballots? You should be ashamed of yourself, Brian Kemp. Brad Raffensperger, and what's 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 Brad Raffensperger's little assistant's name? Uh, Lindsey Sterling or whatever his name is. I don't know his name, but they're all in it together. And now you want photo IDs for mail-in ballots? How convenient after you let Stacey Abrams steal the state from you. That's the state that Marjorie Taylor Greene is from as well. So ladies and gentlemen, we got to make sure that we... <laughs> I know voting is very, very hard to believe that you can win because they have it rigged. But there's ways. There's ways to make sure that they don't steal elections again. Okay? There's ways to make sure. Now, for lead stories and for uh, Politico and, 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 and the AP and everybody who's going to watch this video and try to fact check me, when I say steal elections, that's my opinion. That's my opinion. Based on the research that I've done. You can certify anything you want. You can call anything you want legal. But based on my research and what I've seen, that is my opinion. So please, leave me alone. Okay? Uh, moving on. Two ministers from Italian Prime Minister Renzi's party have resigned today. And Italy's government is in a free fall right now. Um, officially, Italy's government is in a crisis mode right now. And what we do know... What we do know is that there was some massive testimony coming out of Italy about their involvement in a lot of foreign interference in election, in elections, in, in a lot of foreign countries. So Italy's government is falling, and they're falling free, and they're, they're just, pretty soon they'll be Greece. That's what happens, ladies and gentlemen. That's what happens when you mess around. Okay? Moving on again, we got more. Pelosi. We asked for the last two days, where's Pelosi, where's Pelosi, where's Pelosi, right? We've asked that for the last two days. Well, today we saw her. Today we saw her looking emaciated and sick. 
Nancy Pelosi looked sick today. She looked really thin. She looked weak. She looked like she didn't have the courage that she usually has. Because we can say whatever we want about the Democrats. They stick together and they got courage. A lot of it. Until people break into their uh, Capitol building and then they run like scared little cowards. But Nancy Pelosi was there today. She looked emaciated, sick, sickly. But what did you notice today that I've never seen before about Nancy Pelosi? Somebody saying, why did Pompeo say he's stepping aside? Don't know. I don't know. We don't, I guess we're going to have to wait and watch this movie play out. Step aside doesn't mean I'm done being... Step aside means many things. G just Google what step aside means. Google what that means. But let's talk about this. We've seen Nancy Pelosi today, but did you notice something different about her? I did. And it was, somebody said she's been drinking two bottles a day. No, no, no. What I noticed about Nancy Pelosi is she wasn't Madam Speaker today. So for the last two days, Nancy Pelosi has put in a proxy speaker for her. Okay? Because she wasn't even there. We were going, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? It was, it was trending all over. Where's Nancy Pelosi? Where is she? Where's Pelosi? Then we see her today. But where did we see her from? We didn't see her from her uh, podium that she's always at. Why? We didn't, we didn't see her as Madam Speaker. Why? We always have to question everything. You guys should always question everything I say. Everybody should question everything except for what is in this book right here. This is the only thing that you should not question is the Holy Bible. Everything else we should question. So let me ask you, and maybe you know the answer. This is why I'm asking you. Why was Nancy Pelosi not at her podium today? Why was she not Madam Speaker today during the impeachment process? Why was she speaking from the floor of the House Representatives? And why was she not at the podium? Why? It's really weird. I've never seen her not at the podium. She was speaking from the floor. There was somebody else at the podium. There was somebody else being called Madam Speaker today. I don't know why. If anybody has that answer, please put it in the comments right now. Because I would love to know about that. It is so weird. Now, there's a lot of conspiracy theories going on around there. There's a lot of assumptions and, and ideas. <laughs> Somebody said you can't be standing at the, at the podium with an ankle bracelet on. Somebody else said it's real weird, right? That they're gating in all of the Capitol building and they're gating in, you know, the wall is finished and the Coast Guard is on, on all around the country. It says maybe they're not trying to keep people out. Maybe they're trying to keep people in. Maybe they're not trying to keep people out. Maybe they're trying to keep people in. Who knows? And for all those new watching, because we have 31,500 people watching right now, I am not a Q person. I have never claimed to be Q. I don't follow Q. I don't even know what Q is. I know what they say it is. But I report facts, and then I give opinion, and then I let you decide. So, <laughs> take it how you want it. Um, I do want to say something else, too. 
We had about 850 monthly donors on Anchor and Spotify until Spotify censored us like they censored President Trump. But where we are now, we're not going to have to worry about that with the podcast. We're not going to have to worry about that. So please call your banks if you were a monthly donor and cancel that. Cancel it. Then just go to jeremyharrell.com and you can now become a monthly donor right on the website. We don't have to worry about anybody else anymore. Like I said, we're becoming completely independent. And pretty soon we're going to have... We're going to have our own platforms that have millions of people and we're not going to have to worry about being censored. I'm working on a lot of stuff, ladies and gentlemen, and I just want you to know that your support is working for that. I love you guys. Remember, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper as long as you have this book. No weapon formed against you will ever prosper. We'll see you tomorrow for the podcast. If you're new to the channel, we do a podcast audio podcast at noon and then we do a live at five right here every night and pretty soon we're going to be videotaping the the noon podcast and we're going to be putting that on rumble and other places thank you for joining in thank you for watching thank you for being a part of life from america thank you for being the lifeblood of this show thank you for being you i love every single one of you i'll continue to work for you no matter what for the rest of my life until i'm dead and gone Have a great day, ladies and gentlemen. God bless you. God bless America. God bless President Trump. And God bless the MAGA movement. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great night, ladies and gentlemen. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America. Black, white, brown, all cities, all towns, the rebirth of America. Long as I'm living and breathing.